Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. joined by Kirsty and Victor, two of the directors on the Dog Friendly KW team. And today we're going to talk about all things Sniffscape. Uh, January and February were a wild two months for us and we can't wait to dive into it. So let's go. And it is getting harder to see your face. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we are here with Kirsty and Victor, two of the directors here at Dog Friendly KW. So welcome, Kirsty, and welcome, Victor. Hey, how's it going? Well, Kirsty and Victor have both been on the podcast before. So uh, Victor has joined us to talk about all things Victor Rose photography. And Kirsty joined us earlier this season to talk about all the new things that were going on at Dog Friendly KW. So welcome back to you both. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Amazing. Okay, but before we get into it, uh, can you just give us a quick intro to yourselves um, and maybe tell us about your dogs? Because obviously that's very important, just in case folks haven't heard previous episodes. Kirsty, why don't you go first? Okay, so I'm Kirsty. I have been, I don't know, around and, you know, bugging, supporting Justine and Mackenzie for over the last year and a bit um, with Dog Friendly KW and then started helping them a bit more just over a year ago now, I guess. And in January, came on as one of the first directors when we incorporated as a nonprofit. I am currently in charge of all events and the community guide. So if anyone ever has questions about those two things, you can come ask me. I'm not guaranteeing I always have the answer, but I will try. Uh, And then my two dogs, we have uh, two dogs that we adopted both in 2021, Jackson and Coco. Um, And I'm 100% a crazy dog mom. And I also have cats. So it's also like crazy cat mom at the same time. Okay, tell us your cats' names because everyone will love them. So their names are Oscar and Linguini, and <laughs> on brand, their Instagram handle is Pasta and the Grouch. So good. Very accurate for the two of them. So good. Amazing. All right, Victor, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name's Victor, obviously. A uh, longtime supporter of Dog Friendly KW. Uh, Right from the get-go, uh, through the studio, Victoros Photography, uh, we had the joy of having Justine and Mackenzie and Marsha, Will, and Elder all through and took some great photos of them. And then uh, just organically, we came out to a bunch of their events, got to meet them in the community. Before you know it, we were helping uh, plan holiday with them, and here we are now, um, our dog Link and I are supporting uh, 
Dog Friendly KW in a greater capacity as the director of marketing, branding, and uh, design. And uh, we do everything at, from what you see on social media to all of the the fun posters and whatnot for all the events to the amazing merch that uh, you see people walking around in and get compliments everywhere. So definitely a fun part of the organization for sure. Fun by your standards. Christy and I are so happy that that's your world. <laughs> well, I love it. So, so well, I'll take it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So let's get right into it. So it's been over a month. I think it's been two f- no, it hasn't. Wow. It feels like it's been two full months. It's been about six weeks since Sniffscape wrapped up. I can't believe it. Um, it was a crazy two months. So let's start off by sharing a little bit about what Sniffscape was. It was a bit of an obscure concept that we brought to life. So Kirstie, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Sniffscape was, what it looked like before we jump into some more detailed stuff. So uh, Sniffscape was one of Justine's many ridiculous harebrained ideas that like she had a thought about and knew that it was a thought and a concept, but needed to flush it out. And so I remember getting this voice note about it and being like, yeah, no, that sounds like a good idea. Let's like actually talk this through. Um, So essentially Sniffscape was a two month long pop-up experience geared towards dogs being able to, you know, immerse themselves and go to this super cool location and um, experience all kinds of different enrichment opportunities that they might not get typically at home. So the whole Sniffscape adventure ended up being seven different rooms. Each room had its own concept. I am going to try and remember all of them now, but the first room was a botanical themed room. Then you jumped into the brain drain, brain drain. Yes. Then you went outdoors into the great lakes outdoors region. (laughs) And then you popped back in indoors into the play place with a ball pit and giant stuffies. Then you went on a nice beach venture with a sand pit and some nice calming, soothing music. And then you burned a bunch of energy in our agility room and capped it off in the Zen Den where you got to come back down from all that sniffing excitement and relax before heading on home. And everyone's dogs, you know, passing out in the car ride home and sleeping for hours, we heard. (laughs) Yeah, the photos that we would get tagged in on Instagram of dogs afterwards just immediately zonked in the backseat of the car. Probably some of my favorites. I absolutely love that. So that's a great segue into Christy, you gave a great overview of Sniffscape. It would have been much more jumbled coming from me. Um, but let's start by each sharing a favorite moment of the two-month pop-up. So, Victor, not to put you on the spot, but if you had to pick a moment that you really loved over the two months, what was it? Um, I, I had the pleasure of, like, manning the experience during a lot of uh, the quiet hours segments where... Um, individual uh, dogs would come through uh, the whole experience one at a time just to give uh, more reactive dogs an opportunity to experience this type of thing. And I think one of the ones that really uh, stood out to me was there was a family uh, who 
brought in their dog during quiet hours and it was um a pup that was like just getting a little bit older in life but had always been reactive and they had planned this trip to the area because they had seen um the dog friendly KW guide and they saw a bunch of things that were dog friendly and they they came specifically to stay at a dog friendly hotel and visit uh a couple dog friendly uh stores and uh uh, specifically Camellia Bake Shop that you can bring your your dog into. And they happened to, on our website, stumble across Sniffscape, and there was an opening. They came in, did the whole thing, and at the very end, the, the, the owners were just, like, almost in tears that they had had their reactive dog for its entire life and really never had something like that and just almost wish that they had had an opportunity to do something like that earlier in their dog's life. And just because of the, these types of things don't necessarily exist for those, those types of dogs uh, all the time and they don't get these opportunities. So it was just one of those moments that like just proud that we're able to be a part of an organization that's doing stuff that, that, really gives back to the community, I think. That's so heartwarming. I don't know how we're going to talk back. <laughs> Christy, good luck. You're next. It's <laughs> uh, like, pass? No, I, I would also say, like, the number of dogs that went through the quiet hours and just hearing, like, how like happy and overjoyed the the owners were for their dogs to be able to experience that was, like, something I feel like I never anticipated getting emotional about, but definitely was like throughout the two months. Um, I think the one thing for me that really stood out was just the number of people. And I can think of like the first moment, like incident where it happened was someone posted a story and it was a video or image. I can't even remember now of their dog in the like snuffle mat pile where we like shredded (laughs) old t-shirts and they were like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't actually have to buy all this crazy expensive or targeted, you know, items towards being able to do enrichment at home. There's tons of amazing DIY ways that you can, you know, do enrichment and give your dog those opportunities. And I think it was just really fulfilling to be able to hear like the full circle of people being able to start trying to implement the stuff at home right or like the number of people who came out saying well apparently I'm the worst neglectful owner ever because I never bought my dog a ball pit and that's like the most exciting thing that they've ever seen in their lives so now I need to go home and put one together for them like just giving those dogs an opportunity to experience so many different enrichment opportunities and find what worked for dogs and their owners was incredible. Like low key, the, the ball pit was something that blew my mind. I always thought it would be crazy expensive to put together a ball pit, but they have them at the dollar store. What, what madness is this? Yeah, I know. I mean, half the ball pit was uh, donated from my two because neither of them (laughs) like ball pits we have discovered. Um, they're happy with like snuffle mats and eating out of like scatter feeding out of plants, but ball pits couldn't care less. Yeah. The ball pits were definitely, they were, the ball pit was a hit or a miss. Dogs either love it or they absolutely despise it. So yeah, your dog could go one way or another. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My favorite moment. I mean, the ones you shared were lovely and I would definitely 
those were up there for me as well. Uh, when I like think the thing that comes to mind first is all of the birthdays that were celebrated at Sniffscape. So yes. my absolute favorite was, I think it was River, one of the dogs that comes to a lot of our events in the community. And I'm pretty sure it was his first birthday. And River had come to our pups and poses in the fall, very excitable puppy. And, um, he came into Sniffscape for his first birthday wearing a birthday hat. And they were like, this is the start of our birthday celebration. And they took him through. And then I think they had a beer after and he hung out and just like so cute. They made it such a special day for him. And to have Sniffscape kind of be a part of that was, um, so so heartwarming. Yeah, that, so many good moments. There ain't no party like a dog birthday party. That's for sure. Right. Love a I mean, dog. They're also the party. ones that had the amazing Oktoberfest float. So I can't say I expected any less. Yes, you are correct. They also definitely one, they definitely got at least an honorable mention. They placed in something in our Dogtoberfest float context contest. contest um okay well let's dive into a couple of stats so we love data here at dog friendly kw so who wants to share some of the fun data points from sniffscape Victor can share them, but I also just love that you're like, we love data in the most monotone voice when victor and i both know how much you love data yeah she's really selling it Nice. Yeah, I mean, Sniffscape, I think, uh, being the first of its kind, really, from us, uh, we weren't quite sure uh, how popular it was going to be. We seemed uh, we, we got an idea from Paul Day that it was something that the community would be interested in. What we didn't necessarily expect was the over 700 bookings, um, over 500 hours of sniffing and more than a hundred quiet hours uh pups and people from all over southwestern ontario coming from barry i i had people that i met from windsor all the way out uh, to sudbury way i spoke to some people from the niagara area it was really really amazing to see how far people were traveling with their pups in order to give them uh, the opportunity to experience Sniffscape uh, during those those months of the year that it's really kind of miserable to get outside. Love that. So many dogs, so much sniffing. Um, look at us making Kitchener a tourist destination. Love that. All right. Well, thank you, Kirsty and Victor, for all of that awesome information. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to chat more things Sniffscape.
group. All right. It's now time for Celebrity Pup of the Week. You guys have to woof. That was incredible. All right. Celebrity Pop of the Week. Um, On this segment, we choose a local dog to feature as our Celebrity Pop of the Week. And we actually have a contest that we run in partnership with Victor um, at Victor Rose Photography. So, Victor, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, just like uh, last season of the podcast, uh, all of the Celebrity Pups of the Week at the end of the season are going to face off against each other in a March Madness bracket style uh, competition on Instagram uh, through the stories. And at the end of it, we'll hopefully come away with one grand prize winner that'll make their way down to the studio and uh, enjoy a little mini session with us where we'll capture some fantastic images of them to hopefully boost their celebrity a little bit. Amazing. All right. Well, without further ado, Kirsty, who is our celebrity pup of the week? Our celebrity pup of the week is Toby. And their Instagram handle is at Toby the Bullpay. Bullpay? Bullpay? Yeah, I think it's Bullpay because um, Toby is a yeah bulldog and a Sharpay. So I think Bullpay. I would have uh, questioned the pronunciation as well. Uh, But Toby is this adorable, looks like he is maybe three years old, two years old. Nope, three years old. It looks like he's about two and a half. Ish. Yeah, two, three years old. He's got a big old wrinkly face and a wrinkly head. And they uh, they tagged us in this adorable reel of Toby going through Sniffscape. And it's so funny because those very wrinkly dogs, they almost always look perpetually sad. So it doesn't really look like he's having the best time. But I am convinced by the sniffing that he, he is indeed. So... What a cutie. I dare you to go back and look at some of these puppy pictures because they are precious. So cute. Oh, I can't, I so can't even. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the wrinkles. Also, as someone, also as someone who owns a wrinkly face dog who, like, looks perpetually sad and disheartened, it's really hard to, like, show how happy they are. Right? Oh, yeah. well... There you have it. Make sure you follow Toby on Instagram. So Toby the Bull Pay. Yeah, it's weird to say. Bull Pay. B-U-L-L-P-E-I. And there you have it, Toby. You are our celebrity pup of the week. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we're talking to Kirsty and Victor, two of our directors here at Dog Friendly KW, to talk about Sniffscape. So let's get into some of the behind the scenes details. So obviously we needed a lot of volunteers to execute this. So 
Um, why don't we share a little bit about all of the hard work our volunteer team had to put in to make this happen? So we had like an incredible roster of volunteers who were flipping amazing. And I mean, Justine and I had spent a lot of time together setting up Sniffscape. And so we were kind of in this like unspoken groove of knowing what each other was thinking about how things were going to work, but then trying to explain that to volunteers and make sure that our chaos made sense to other people was an experience. Um, And they all had so much patience and so much support and so much like just help and willingness to like troubleshoot and take more on and just support the overall Sniffscape experience. It was, it was amazing. And we love them all. Yeah. It took so many hands to make it happen. So even like for those of you that did visit Sniffscape, you would have seen that we had partitions set up to separate all the rooms. Those all had to be drilled. So there was one day where three, four of us spent probably upwards of 10 hours drilling these partitions together. And then just like Kirsty said, the following weekend, we basically had the whole team on site setting things up. And Kirsty and I were just going on runs to the dollar store or to the thrift store and then dumping off carloads of stuff to the team and being like, do something with it. Here you go. <laughs> Make it fun. Creative freedom. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was really fun. And then obviously once we started up Sniffscape, we were open six days a week. So we needed, you know, volunteer coverage on site. And I mean, our team gave up a lot of weekends to make sure that, um, dogs could, could flow through, um, you know, safely and have a good time. And, um, they put in a lot of hours and we could not have done it without them. Victor, anything to add about the volunteer experience? Just that I'm I'm constantly blown away at uh, the how giving our volunteers are with their their time and their energy and like even going above and beyond uh, during Sniffscape and and sharing many of the dogs that came through Instagram accounts and and really showing. Uh, a little bit of personality from each dog. It was it was just really fun to see, even if uh, there were days that I weren't there, uh, who was coming through and and what were their favorite rooms. It was just a fantastic experience to really connect with the community as well. I feel like if we do this again, that that's going to become like a staple part of the volunteer role. Will be you have to document and post every dog that comes through and tag them, and we'll just have like an ongoing um, collection of all of the dogs that have come through, which would be so cute. We need like a digital like scrapbook or something for this. Yes, one of those um, photo frames where it's like always flashing the different photos. And like has like a bubble that says like their favorite room or something from their time at Sniffscape. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So cute. Yeah. And I mean, when I say these volunteers really put in the work, we're talking like 8 a.m.s on Saturdays and Sundays to make sure that the space was open for quiet hours so that we could have dogs come through while things were quiet before the brewery opened. Um, I don't even know if we mentioned that yet, that this was located inside Shortfinger Brewing Co. We're definitely going to get there in a little bit, but um, they were an incredible partner to work with on this. It's, uh, it was a lot of really amazing things had to come together to make this happen. So speaking of people that made this happen, we've got to talk about our sponsors. So we had some 
incredible sponsors support this event. And it was quite last minute. We realized that we were getting the space in like December and we were launching it in February. So it was a really tight turnaround time. And we had some incredible businesses step in to support us. So we had, um, Jen Lemma, who's a local realtor. She sponsored our Botanical Terrace. Um, amazing company out of Barrie called Vetability. They do veterinarian telehealth medicine. They um, sponsored the Brain Drain, um, Pet Value Pioneer Park, um, fantastic pet value location. They've got their self-serve dog wash. Um, so they supported our play place. Um, and then we had a co-sponsorship in the Fido Fitness, the agility room. We had Tyler Jake's real estate and also invisible fence of the Tri-Cities. Um, so we could not have done it without all of these incredible sponsors. We we're very grateful to have had their support. And not only did they come on very last minute, but they also agreed to support this harebrained idea that like wasn't fully conceptualized when like we were reaching out to them. Um, same thing with Shortfinger because they had a lot of faith in our ability to pull off this craziness in what was it like 2000 square feet of space or something like that. And they were just like, yeah, sure. Like, we know you're kind of crazy dog people, and this sounds about right for you, but I'm sure it'll go well. <laughs> I think they had no idea what to expect when we made the ask of them, and they were like, well, yeah, no. okay. Sure, that sounds like fun. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was great. Okay, so this is uh, this is the fun stuff. So what are we thinking next for Sniffscape? Are people going to see it again? Are we still too traumatized or are we going to, are we going to do it again? What do we think? I mean, considering it feels like this happened like a year ago and it's right. only been six weeks. Um, I don't know if I'm still traumatized, still like exhausted maybe is a better word. Um, I think so. I hope so. I think we'll have to figure out, you know, how many more times in the next year it pops up. Or if it's shorter, longer term, I don't know. Yeah, I think with the Victor? reception that we've had and uh, the the number of people that even I personally, outside of uh, my role with Dog Friendly KW, have been asked, when is it coming back? Are you guys going to do it again? I think it would be unkind of us to not do it again so i think it will happen we have to do it it's a matter of for the when and where so definitely keep your eyes open for that i was gonna say if anyone has uh, any leads on some giant 2000 square foot space that they want to rent us for the short term for cheap we're a nonprofit organization have we mentioned that um, yes, definitely the the when, where, and the why, but I think we'll definitely do it again. We do have a storage unit filled with Sniffscape stuff now, so it's we have it all purchased and um, it's ready to be used again. So I think you can also likely expect to see little mini iterations of Sniffscape at some of our events. So if you did come to Holiday last year, you would have seen um, our little small version of Sniffscape to kind of test it out. Um, we did a bit of a pilot at Snipscape to see how it was received, and people really loved that element of the event. It was really small. It was nothing fancy, but people really enjoyed it. So that's something I think uh, we would definitely bring to future events as well. 
Cool. All right. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. Um, Before we head to a short break, we do want to give an extra special shout out to Short Finger Brewing Co. Um, They rented us the space in their brewery, like we said, with very minimal information. We're so grateful for their support and to work with partners who really believe in our often very obscure ideas. So shout out to Short Finger. Their new tap room is opening very soon um, in the same building at 20 Hearst Ave, just a unit over. Um, So do go check them out and support their new space. So we will be right back to wrap up. been listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. And today we've been talking to Kirsty and Victor, two of our directors about all things Sniffscape. So Kirsty and Victor, we are heading into event season. We're about to hit the ground running with so many events. I don't even think the community knows what's about to hit them. Um, what are you most excited for with this year's events? Victor, you go first this time. <laughs> I I think um, I'm going to go a little, I guess, kind of unexpected with this one. I'm really excited for the return of Pups and Poses. Um, I've like, I've never, or I was never a big yoga person, although every single one of my coaches said I should be a yoga person because it would definitely help me in playing soccer and flexibility. But you know how stubborn people can be. And I'm one of them. Um, (laughs) But what I found in going to yoga weekly, every single week uh, with uh, Link and my partner was, it was just a good weekly calm session that, just grounded me and brought me back to earth. And it was really honestly something that I didn't expect. And once the uh, Pops and Poses season over the summer was over, it's something that I missed. And uh, we started to kind of implement into our weeks uh, together. Uh, We scraped some time together every single week to do a little bit of yoga and do some grounding. So I'm excited for that to come back and uh, enjoy sharing space with so many like-minded people. I also share that sentiment. Pups and Poses starts June 13th, weekly on Tuesdays, Willow River Park, same place. Details on our website. All right, Kirstie, what are you most excited for for this year's events? I I don't know because I'm excited for all of them because I know all the inside scoops for all of them and they're all going to be amazing. But we did just buy a house and it is a very close walk to our barks and brews at together. We're bitter brewing. So I must say, I'm pretty excited to be able to like take the dogs on a nice little stroll over to TWB every Thursday, hang out, meet some other dogs and people in the community and, you know, just support another great local business. Love that. Well, 
Thank you so much to both of you for joining me today to talk about Sniffscape. Um, Kirsty, just to wrap us up, if our listeners want to learn more about upcoming events, where can they go? So all of our events, I'm pretty sure at least 90% of them, are listed on the events section on our website. Um, I updated the calendar with holds for all the events. They don't have all the details, um, but those will come. But I would definitely start marking your calendars because next week, Barks and Brews starts on May 25th. And then Pups and Poses, which is also going to have a fun Pup Pilates component right beforehand, kicks off June 13th. So definitely get those in your calendar. They're starting soon. Amazing. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in today to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Till next time. Block Sheep Audio Production.